0: We've had the privilege of hearing um, six others or five others during the season of witnessing. And today we are blessed with uh, Lois De Bruno who will share her story with us uh, today. Be with, God be with you. So I get to say good morning and many blessings on this beautiful but warm Sunday. It is an honor to be here and I do ask that God be with me and that I serve him well today. I am so lucky. I have led a very blessed life from the very beginning of my days to this very moment. I had wonderful and loving parents. I've been married for 42 years to the same loving and honorable man. And we have two beautiful children. Pay attention to that last phrase, we have two beautiful adult children. But flashback, flashback to May of 1995. My then 11 year old daughter has been ill with strep throat and on antibiotics for what seems like ages. Last night her temperature went up and up and up. In the pre-dawn hours I took her to the emergency room at Ashland Hospital, they examined her, took blood tests, medicated her, and sent us home. My husband is currently in Montgomery, Alabama, working for several months. It is a cold, very gray morning, and I sit at the end of my dining room table while my child sleeps in her room. The phone rings. It is her doctor who happened to have been on call last night at the hospital. He tells me that her blood tests have come back, have come back on Jillian that, and that I should be prepared that Jillian may have leukemia. He has made an appointment for Jillian to be seen by a pediatric oncologist that very day. I hang up. I am numb and I am stunned and I am terrified. My six-year-old son is in kindergarten. My husband is in Alabama. How am I to handle this? I think I was too stunned to even cry. And then the first message from God. As I looked out the window into the backyard and through that dark and dreary weather, a strong beam of sunlight came slanting down through the heavy clouds and lit up a small section of my garden. I wish I could show it to you. It was one of those beams that is filled with the magic of God. It told me somehow Jillian would be okay. But back to that day, we see the specialist. She examines Jillian and takes note of the many bruises on her legs. How had I not noticed those? Asks about the aches and the pains that she is feeling in her legs. Aren't those just growing pains? She makes an appointment for me to have Jillian seen at Dornbecker Hospital in Portland the very next morning at 11 a.m., a Friday. Home again. How do I get my ill daughter to Portland by 11 a.m.? It is late on Thursday afternoon. I have a son, a dog, my daughter's parakeet, and my husband is out of town. And how do I tell him of this medical crisis? and we need to leave by 6 a.m. But again, God is with us. A quick succession of phone calls, and my son goes to a dear friend, a dog to another, and the parakeet to yet another. All friends who will lovingly care for these lives that I am responsible for, and for as long as we're in Portland. Much of the next 24 hours is a blur to me now. We did get to Dornbecker even without a GPS and yes, I was very lost in this city that I did not know. The first of many bone marrow tests proves that yes, Jillian, my precious 11 year old has leukemia, cancer. After the horror of admitting my child into the hospital for treatment and completely melting down in the stall of a nearby bathroom, I called my husband to tell him the results. I get very practical when faced with situations like this. I tell my husband that this will be a very long road and he need not leave his play contract in Alabama to come home. There will be plenty of time for him to do his part. That night, as I lay with Jillian in her hospital bed and she slept the sleep of the very ill, I prayed. And I sang to myself over and over and over a hymn that I had learned for the Church's Joyful Noise Contemporary Choir, a hymn that we had offered in church just a few weeks ago. It was a sung version of Psalm 23. And the musical phrase that took me through that night was, for you are with me, for you are with me, for you are with me. I was not alone. I don't remember much of Saturday. The only Saturday memory that I have clearly is when Sue Owen, our prior Ashland UMC pastor, my dear friend, who is now living and working in Salem, came to minister to Jillian and to me in Portland. How she learned we were there and what was going on, I do not know. But I do know she came and brought God with her. Again, we were not alone. On Sunday, I learned that this entire church had paused the worship service to pray as a church family for Jillian, for Nicholas, for me, and for Tony. I recall learning that they all joined hands and prayed. My heart is warmed to this very day with that vision. Not just my pastor, but my entire church family was with us in prayer. And though I told Tony, to stay in Alabama. He is in Sunday, he is in Portland by Sunday. His fellow actors had told him it was a no-brainer. He was going home and they gathered funds together to get him home and to help us with the fight. The theater in Birmingham paid his regular salary the entire time he was home. OSF was doing plays in Portland at the time and they had an apartment that they gave to Tony and to me to use as long as we needed it. Again, Friends, colleagues, employers served as God's agents, or should I say, angels. Now it is time for Tony and I to meet with the doctors and to learn of our daughter's illness and future. What I remember is hearing that Jillian had an 85% chance of survival. What I remember about hearing that number was, being practical again, that's only a 15% chance of loss. Thank you, God, that it was not a bigger number. And with God and with prayer, we will beat this. It has now been four days since I first heard, be prepared for leukemia. There was so much more to come. Jillian had five full years of treatment for leukemia, of trips to Portland for surgical procedures, time spent in the Rogue Valley Hospital's pediatric ward for blood transfusions when her red blood cell just got too low to the doctor's office for chemo treatments and the many blood marrow tests that were horrors unto themselves. How do we get through that cancer that attacked our daughter and brought a living nightmare to my entire family? God walked with us. We saw the face of Christ in the hands of God through the many people that ministered to us. Let me relate just a few of them. Driving home from Portland after that first weekend of diagnosis and treatment, our car threw a rod and broke down on the highway in Salem. The car died. It would not move. Our car, our child is lying in the back of the car, very ill. She has been in quarantine in Dornbecker to keep her away from all those bad germs. Tony leaves to walk to the nearest exit to seek help. I stay with Jillian in the car. But unlucky as it was to have the car break down, just a short walk off the highway is a car dealership with a service department. When they hear of our circumstances, our car is quickly towed. We are allowed to wait in their employee lounge while they look at the car. And we do have to rent a car to get back to Ashland, but the disaster that could have happened doesn't. A coincidence or prayer A God instance when we finally drive into the driveway from Portland much later that day there is a beautiful sign welcoming us home on the garage door inside our house it is spotlessly clean from top to bottom even the garage (laughs) the gardens and the yard have all been weeded there are flowers inside the house God has sent angels to our home while we were gone Jillian is unofficially adopted by an elderly couple from our church family. They become Jillian's god-grandparents. Della had gone through cancer herself and shared with Jillian her strength and her love. Oh, I'll never forget Della, with her oh-so-elegant and formal ways, taking off her wig so that she could lighten the embarrassment of Jillian's own baldness. Bill and Della were the hands, feet, and hearts of Christ. They worked with Jillian throughout those five years of treatment. And beginning in 1993, two years prior, I had been meeting to pray weekly with a small group of women from our church, those that had also attended a weekend at the Emmaus. Their open hearts and ears carried me through those years. In fact, they still do. Perhaps this seems a small thing, but sharing and the support of my spiritual sisters helped me keep it together so I could keep it together for my Jillian and my entire family. Christ's angels walked with us. Then there was the bedtime when my then 11-year-old daughter asked me, Mom, is there a God? (sighs) Bedtime was the hardest time for Jillian trying to go to sleep gave her brain open session on her thoughts and mostly her fears. And so the big question, can you imagine what it's like to have your 11-year-old child ask you one of the big questions? How do I answer that? She was facing a possible terminal illness. I owed her then as well as now honesty. I don't know how long we talked, But I remember sharing my deep and solid belief in God, but also sharing that not everyone felt the same way. I'd love to tell you that this discussion ended her fears and her questions, but it didn't. But with God's help, I think I answered with honesty, truth, and love. Again, I was not alone as I sat at the bottom of her bed that night. I have lost count of how many cards of support and love Jillian received from the members of this church during those years. I can tell you that when Jillian finished her five years of treatment, we strung yarn from side to side of this sanctuary with a a bit of crepe paper attached to represent every card that Jillian received. That banner went across this sanctuary three times a very visible representation of God's love and care visited upon us by our church family. Once, while Jillian was at the Rogue Valley Medical Center, our choir director at the time, Dave Marston, and Jennifer Schlöming, came to Jillian in her hospital room to bring her the healing and the peace of music. Coyote Marie River came to the hospital room and smudged it for her, to clear out the bad and bring in God's love. So many church friends came to visit so very often, bringing in their love and showing us God's love. One day, I went to the Hallmark store in the mall to buy several cards. When the clerk saw my name on my credit card, she asked if my daughter was Jillian. I didn't know this young woman but she told me that her church had been praying for my Jillian. Over time, I learned that people were praying for my daughter at churches, Buddhist temples, and Native American sweat lodges. People who did not know us were praying for my Jillian by name. We were so not alone. And now, jumping to the end of Jillian's five years, Through all of this, her immune system has been very compromised. The last month of treatment, she came down with pneumocystic pneumonia. She was hospitalized for about two weeks, and it took 12 of those days to find out what exactly was wrong. We came way too close to losing her at that time. During the final trial, our church was with us. These are pictures of the real love shared with us by our church family when Jillian was in the hospital. Survived, she did. And at the end of the final hospital stay, her doctor told her that her treatments were over. Chemo is toxic, and a doctor's first duty is to do no harm. Jillian was released from cancer treatment at age 16. What I know from those years and without a question in my heart is that God travels with us if we let him. For many years before this trial, I had fallen away from attending church, but God kept knocking at my door. Eventually my heart heard and answered. We were led to this town and to this church and to God. Chaos exists and my family fell into the path of danger. Yes, cancer tore into my family, and it could have led to the loss of my child. But five grueling years of treatment could also have ripped my family apart. But it did not. With God as my bedrock, we made it through. To return to our current time, this is a 2016 photo of my family. This last fall on a break from grad school, Jillian traveled through Alaska by herself, seeing the countryside and visiting friends. This spring, she traveled alone to England and France, again to visit friends and see the countries. A miracle. I would say yes. Thank you. amen. Amen.